My name is Mark. I've, I'm a friend of Lance's, and I can't say I have much credits about being a uh, foundation expert other than I've read the first book five four, times. four or five times uh, that's now. That's pretty good, but, though. That's, four, that's three four, four times than I have. But I, I, just, I enjoy it, and I am enjoying the show. This is the Foundation Series with Mark Eads. The first episode of the series was episode 158. I know when the show was first announced in the trailer, there was a lot of some political backlash about their casting because they mix up the genders and races of all the characters. I'm perfectly fine with this. In the book, Asimov maybe never really felt like somebody who cared about this stuff. Yeah. I feel like he never even told you what right. his characters were, like what race they were or anything like that. Because I feel like in his point of view, in the future, we shouldn't care about... Uh, like we've moved, we should have moved past that. He's... Honestly, the type of writer he is, he's not big into heavy description yeah. other than the scientific and uh, stuff, so he doesn't do a lot of character description, so I, I have a feeling... Yeah, you're saying there was a kerfuffle or some kind of... Uh, pe- people online... Somebody noticed. Yeah, people online were like, oh, you know, well, why are you changing the characters and stuff, but I feel uh, like it never really mattered, so... This goes back to our adoption curve that we were talking about, where the cynics... The late adopters, the early adopters, mm. and the, 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 um, the innovators. This is something I was describing to Mark, that any type of movement that happens, there's always a reaction into a, a population of human beings, and there's always going to be some cynics who aren't happy, and you'll never make them happy. So <laughs> you just, you just got to ex- accept that that's going to happen and, and overcome that. Now, if you don't have any adoption adopters, then, then you have a different kind of problem. But there's always going to be some cynics. You saw this with um, Star Wars. You saw this with the new Trek. And you saw this with pretty much any ch- type of change. Generally, the cynics, they will either adopt it after the late adopters do. And they'll finally <laughs> go watch the show. And they'll finally either enjoy it or they'll say, yeah, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Psychohistory, science okay. or religion? Yeah, we so talked a little bit about this. But. Yeah, so we actually didn't really talk about exactly Harry Seldon's math. He calls it psychohistory, mm. and it's sort of using psychology of the masses mm-hmm. to predict the future. The problem is he's the only one that knows the math well enough to verify it. Right. His assistant can also do it. So the situation is Harry is some kind of like genius up to a level of an empire where nobody else in the empire seems to follow it well enough to back mm. him up until he discovers somebody in an empire-wide search who can uh, mm. solve the same kind of problems that he can yeah. solve. And when you have that... Which sa- is very suspicious, right? Yeah. When a scientist, <laughs> when another scientist cannot peer review your work and reproduce the experiment, mm. you're generally not doing science. Yeah. So, so that, that's, that's what we're talking about is... Is is Harry Seldon telling the truth? He could just be 
as somebody in the latest episode calls it, a charlatan. Yeah. Who is just saying this to say it so he can maybe get some sort of extra Well, he got funds. a grant from the he government. He got a grant. Yeah, he got a whole planet. <laughs> so, uh, but I think the addition of this assistant is what lets you as the audience know that he's not lying, that you should, you should believe him because she backs him up. And you kind of see her backstory. It doesn't seem like she's in on it, you know, in on the fraud. Yeah, she's a very stubborn woman who had to live in a, on a planet where it's very hard to be her. So yeah. she's yeah. kind of designed to be able to fight against pressure. But you can totally understand why the characters think he's lying or he's just making it up. And the people who support him, they think of it as science or religion. Well, the people that support him at the time definitely agree with him that it's science. Later, as the Foundation gets older and older and you get further away from the events, people start to be more and more unsure. Hmm. People start to question it, you know. And eventually, Foundation just, it becomes something you tell the children at school, you know, like they don't actually believe it anymore. They just like, oh, at school, the children learned about Harry Seldon today and, and his theories, you know, but like it doesn't affect their everyday lives anymore. All right. Yeah. It's like a legend and myth. And, and honestly, it kind of proves his point. Like he probably predicted this, you know, it's the psychology of the masses. He probably predicted that over time, you know, people get more detached from the past and their eventual ascendancy as a society might have actually relied on this uh, this uh, neglecting of the past. He might have predicted something like that. My name is Mark. My call to action would be to check out the show and check out the book if you're if you like uh, reading. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I back that. That's a, it's a great movie. You like space opera and you like K3 civilizations. This is a pretty old space opera that's pre-date Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you look at like Wikipedia, you'll see a lot of this book inspired this series. This book inspired that series, you know. It's the 22nd century. And although there's no faster than light drive, Governments and religious organizations fund voyages by giant ships that spend multiple generations in voyage to Earth-like exoplanets. Young Arcady feels blessed to be born aboard the ship when he did because the ship will soon reach its destination and it will happen during his lifetime. But he's heartbroken that instead of being trained as a pilot, he is stuck training to be a farmer because those skills are more important for creating their civilization and completing the abandonment of Earth and the troubles they left behind. But once their ship makes planetfall, the strife left behind a millennia ago resurfaces, starting with the murder of his sister. After the mysterious disappearance of other generation ships, Arcady now, an officer of the Space Force, suspects that someone close to him is killing his people. This murder investigation, space opera, 
is a novelette by Lancer Kind, and it's called Memories Victims. It is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble's Nook. Hey, check out the show notes. We've got some links back to the Apple TV show and some of the Wikipedia articles that talk about the success of the Foundation series. What are show notes? Show notes are those things that show up in your podcast player. So if you tap around on your podcast player, you will find notes and an image of this with this podcast cover, which will give you information particular to this podcast episode. If you're not using a podcast player, go back to the website where you downloaded this MP3 and there you will see the show notes. This is the last episode of the Foundation series. This series started in episode 158. So if you're like my friend Forrest and you missed the first episode, go back to your favorite search engine and type in Lancer Sci-Fi Thoughts Foundation. And with the mightiness of our high-tech society, you will find the show page for this series.